Oh, hi, podcast listeners. There's many ways you can listen to The Real Nerds Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Stitcher Radio. You want to send us a Twitter message? You can do that. It's so easy, at Real Nerds. Like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com, where there'll be a lot of articles for you to not only read, but to listen to our previous shows. Do you like your stories told through pictures? Then you can also follow us at Real Nerds on Instagram. You can also call us, 720-6Nerds5. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Listen, I have my own podcast. I have my own podcast studio. I don't really care about those. What I really care about is the Real Nerds podcast, the best podcast in the universe, in the multiverse, in in on all Earths, 616 and beyond. Listen to it. Subscribe right now and uh, listen to this episode. Listen to all the episodes, but especially listen to, the, listen to the one that I'm on. It might be the best. Thank you, guys. Well, a real nerd knows who shot, and a real nerd can follow the plot, and a real nerd can talk to film. I'm sorry. Take it outside. Well, a real nerd knows who shot, and a real nerd can follow the plot, and a real nerd This is Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Fan Expo 2022, which is happening July 1st through the 3rd at the Colorado Convention Center. I'll be there. Brad, will you be there? Of course I'll be there. Zach, will you be there? Uh, Let me check my schedule. Of course I'll be there. Sweet. We're all going to be there soaking up the pop culture greatness. Yeah. Yeah. And after I talked to Brad like a couple weeks ago, they released all the comic creators, and our buddy Georges Genty will be there. Woo! So make sure you say hi. I haven't seen him in a couple years, and their comic uh, creators is pretty great. So make sure you support the arts yes. and comics, because comics are the best. Yep. What are you going to get a commission of this time? You know, I'm really torn. So I want to do. I think I want to do a Buffy fighting someone. So I was going to do Buffy fighting Satana. Then I was thinking maybe doing Buffy versus Tomb of Dracula, Dracula, you know, with like the mustache. But then I also thought, what if Buffy was fighting Jason Voorhees? Ooh. Which I think would be really sweet. And so I think that's the one I'm going to do. Um, I, of course, I have to email him and ask him if something he could do, which I'm sure he will. But that, that's my goal. He responds and, back, that's the one I don't know how to do. <laughs> and then uh, Chad Harden will be there, too. And last year he did a sweet Cetrion from Mortal Kombat 11 for me. Mm. So I might also commission him to do a Cassie Cage. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how much my wife loves me and loves me to. <laughs> do you think his skills are up to Looney Tunes level? Like he would commission a Daffy Duck for? Uh, you can. He draws like little kid versions of superheroes and stuff, so he might be able to do it. I don't know. Ooh, kid Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. He probably could do that. Ooh. Obviously, he's really good at likenesses because he does Buffy. I'm going to spend money I don't have. <laughs> he's not unreasonable. I think if you just do a head bust, it's like 75 bucks. Okay. That's not if you do a full body, it's like 250 Okay, so I'm not going to ask for the helmet then. It's just going to be Willem Dafoe smiling. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you could do it. All and right. if it's something, a, a little secret to our listeners out there too, 
if you pick a character that they don't normally do, it really piques their interest. So, uh, last year when I picked Cetrion, um, Chad Harden said, dude, I love this character. I've never even heard of her. And I paid for a black and white, like sketch of her. And he gave me a full color one. So, and he's, he loved it so much. It's going to be in his next sketchbook. So most artists are really cool. And if you give them something that they've never drawn or they're interested in drawing they usually go above and beyond Cary Grant on a unicorn sweet <laughs> um, yeah I mean also the guy next to us Greg uh, Guller I had him do Quacker Jack from Darkwing Duck and he was on the show and he couldn't remember what Quacker Jack looked like mm. I was like hey it's the Jester Duck guy so again always you know challenge him yep. challenge him because I mean Chad Harden's known for doing Harley Quinn how many times do you think he's drawn Harley Quinn thousands too many. So yeah. So too many fucking when you pick like Cassie Cage, hmm, probably make a sweet one. Yeah. So make sure you see us there every week on Real Nerds Podcasts. We see a new movie and we podcast our experience to the world. This week we saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Very soon we'll tell you if we recommend the film, play the trailer, and then spoil it because again it's an MCU movie, so it will be spoiled. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what we do. We also talk about some movie news. The great Hollywood comeback. I mean, Hollywood never left our hearts, right, guys? Of course um, not. I mean, I need a little help in this podcast. I can't I be mean, the only well, one talking. No, no, no. It's a fair <laughs> question, and the answer is no, it never left my heart, but it keeps threatening to leave. <laughs> and I'll be honest, Brad, it's really weird that you're sitting behind me, because I don't know what's happening. Well, yeah, should, no, I'm here to just double-check con- con- all your opinions. So. Wait, should, we, should we provide context? We just got out of Doctor Strange yeah, yes. in the Multiverse of Madness. One twenty-three in the morning. Yeah. Whenever you get stuck, I'm just going to whisper in your ear the right answer. <laughs> We're broadcasting live from you're, a parking you're lot, like, You're like my dark hold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, what's that guy from the Two Towers? Oh, Worm fuck. Tongue? Yes. Worm Tongue? <laughs> nice pull. Batman's the best superhero. So Batman is... So yeah, I, I feel bad because Corinne sent me a message and said, "Hey, when are you guys recording the Multiverse of Madness episode?" Too late for you. Yep, sorry, uh, you're gonna have to send in your opinion. Corinne. Sorry, Corinne. Um, it is kind of a dick move, but yeah. When it's big movies, we like to record all at once, and you know, yep. Our, our schedule suck donkey balls so much that we miss going to movies together. So most of us are here at this movie. Yeah. Hey, exactly. I have to work tomorrow too, and I stay up late. So yeah. Yep. I just got done with work. I literally went home, changed real fast, and drove down here. Mm-hmm. So those are the sacrifices you got to make to be a, exactly. a rock star on this show. And I got to wake up in like six, no, like five hours, and get my kid ready for school. Mm-hmm. So you know, nope. hey, it's choices we make in our lives. And right now, Doctor Strange is more important than my family. What we're about to talk <laughs> about was worth losing some sleep for one night. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm I'm on a roll anyways. I worked overnights last weekend. I'm all goofy from working those. Um, so, I mean, what's one more day, right? What's one more day? Mm-hmm. And plus, when I drop them off at school, then I have like two hours where I can uh, do nothing. And by do nothing, that means I'll come home and I'll, I'll fret about what I'm going to do. And then it, too much time passes and I can't really do anything. And then I get really pissed. I'm like, fine, I'll just read a Batman comic. Because <laughs> right now I'm reading all my Batmans because I got like 30 issues behind. 
And so I'm making this point to make sure I read all my comics I haven't read yet. I like I like that. You're just making sure that nothing in there is going unchecked and unfettered. Yeah. 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 Dirty issues. That's cute. I've been shoveling them since like 2010. So, <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> so I'm way I o- behind. I always read Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man is pretty fun right now. And um, yeah, so I, I got behind on Batman's. But... Yeah, you know what sucks is there's a ton of like great Batman books with great cover art, and mm-hmm. I'm just like too overwhelmed to even bother. No, see, see what you have to do, Brad, is you just got to like buckle down and do it, and get some a lot of extra money, of course. Oh, oh, I'm oh, you mean buying them? Oh, I thought you meant reading them. No, oh, no like, yeah, reading yeah. them, I just buckle down and do it. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I, I can't. I mean, I do it every once in a while. Where I, like I said, I always read Spider Man's, like every Spider Man thing I read, but then I start accumulating other comics. And I'm like, oh man, I really should read this, but I'm gonna play video games instead. But still got a stack full of Golden Age Hollywood films that I have yet to watch. Yeah. And they're just sitting there, and I'm like, you know, there's gonna be a day where I just take a week off, make sure I'm paid at work, and then just sit down and watch all of these ones, good or bad, doesn't matter. Yeah. It's gonna sit through them. You gotta have to force yourself to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's um. Yeah. It's what we do. Exactly. This week we saw Doctor Strittsall. Hey, y'all, we saw a movie. <laughs> Dr. Saul in the <clears throat> multiverse of silliness. Better call him. Anyways, <laughs> we saw Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. I always feel weird asking this question when it's the 27th film in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Right? 25, 26? I don't remember. Brad, do you recommend Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness? I mean, why bother? It's a Marvel movie. If you like Marvel, you're going to go see it. And if you're not... If you like Marvel movies and you're not going to go see it, I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, yeah. Because these all require, uh, you know, connections to other movies that have been made to understand. Uh, yeah, uh, I thought it was interesting. Um, it was a little. There's a lot going on, so I, especially the uh, the Illuminati part, kind of, I di- I couldn't keep up with. But overall, like I, I, I dug the uh, a lot of the, I guess, horror aesthetic and uh, you know, so, like some of the, you know, propelling the whole Marvel universe forward. Uh, the only thing I, I, I was struggling a bit was feeling like if, you know, I tried to put myself in the position of someone who didn't watch the TV shows on Disney Plus, um, and maybe missed Spider-Man movie like how lost I think they would be with this movie because it relies so heavily on what else is going on in the rest of the Marvel universe. Um, you know, I, I will, I will never have that per- be able to accurately have that perspective, but, um, yeah, I thought there's a lot of fun things in there. Um, but I'm, I'm still kind of try, pro- trying to process it. Zach. Well, uh, to address Brad real quick, I still have not seen WandaVision and, uh, oh, I caught up pretty, I, 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 I caught on as well as one can. I'm just, I'm still going to watch it. Um, should people see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Oh, fuck yeah, you should. Uh, I'm really happy that Sam Raimi decided to board this because I loved the identity he brought to the movie. Uh, I loved seeing horror imagery and pushing that PG-13 rating as far as they could. Um, I want more of... I want him back. Can, can he do Avengers next? Because he can make it spooky or something like that. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's so much fun. We need to talk about it in spoilers, though, because all the things I want to talk about are spoilers. So, Go see it. It's fun. It's fantastic. And it's under two and a half hours, which is nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'll just piggyback on both of you. It's it's 
a really fun movie. There is tons going on. And I'm not just talking about story. I mean, visually. Mm -hmm. So it's a movie that I definitely want to see again. And I actually want to see in 3D, which I haven't said about a film in a long time. Um, yeah, and there's trademark Raimi stuff. The door slamming with the Dutch angles. Um, and yeah, the horror elements. Between this and the Batman, I mean, they're pushing PG-13 pretty far. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, it's the first one that I've seen that I go, man, can I take Kellen to this? I think he'll be okay because he likes spooky things. But there is a level of violence in this movie that I was, I mean, I think it's awesome. He's seen Army of Darkness, he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, yeah, um, yeah, definitely go see it. Here is the trailer for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Hey, let's uh, find out what Doc Strange is doing right after Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, remember, he doesn't remember Peter Parker as Spider-Man. Spoilers. And so all he knows is that he helps Spider-Man with a multiverse problem. And he's... Uh, an interesting theme throughout the film is everyone asking him if he's happy. And he's lying to himself about if he is happy. And... Uh, Christine has moved on and has got married to someone else because I'm guessing she didn't get dusted in the blip and you know Doc Strange obviously did and so he comes back and life's moved on so did Michael Stolberg he got dusted too yep was he in the first movie because I don't remember yes that. he was I forgot he was in the first movie I haven't movie. seen the first movie since the theater so he's, he's I, it's so weird that he's credited on that poster and he's literally there for that one scene and that's it <laughs> It's, what did he do in the first one? I think he was working at the doctor's office. Oh, he's a rival surgeon, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so he, you know, Doctor Strange is haunted by a dream of this young woman named America Chavez, who has the ability to jump between multiverses, but she doesn't understand her power. And she's being tracked by a demon, which I love the reveal that Scarlet Witch is the actual villain of this movie. Yeah, that was because shocking. Which I, I kind of got a sense of. Yeah, you got a sense of it, because in the trailer they have that, she has that one line, she says, you mess with the multiverse and you're a hero, I mess with it and I'm a bad guy. That doesn't <laughs> seem fair. Yeah. That's... Um, but just how, uh, uh, like how mean she is in this and what lengths she's going to, which is... This maybe the only thing that you're missing if you haven't seen WandaVision is she created a whole world where her kids are there and mm. Vision's alive and so she wants to go back to that. She wants to feel the love she had for her kids. and Which is a little frustrating because that series ended with her admitting that she screwed up and she was going to turn her you know, turn the page and, you know, get over it. And she didn't. <laughs> no, there's, well, there's that little tag scene where she's messing around with a dark hold. Yeah. Mm. It um, seemed like she was going to use it to her for good things, but apparently she just doubled down. Yeah. And <laughs> um, I mean, which it, sucks. It, it, if you think that the, the best way to make a difference or to, you know, get away is say, no, I've learned my lesson. And mm-hmm. then she's actually, cause I actually, and I think the, it's Scarlet a, Witch costume looks awesome. And it's a constant... Isn't it a constant issue with Wanda that she's oh, yeah. always... She's always kind of like straddling this line in the comics. And I know oh, she yeah. causes more than enough issues with X-Men Yeah, in, in their history. We'll talk in a second. But yes, yeah. But she, she crosses the line in this one for sure. Yes, yeah. she does. And like it also gives Raimi the go-ahead to kind of turn her into a... She's a monster. Dead. Yeah, she's oh, a monster. Like she slaughters she, she's, tons she, of heroes. You could, yeah. you could say she's a deadite now. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Um, she has. She certainly has the look of one, <laughs> like an evil look about her. Yeah, no, I love the uh, like the black on the fingertips. Mm-hmm. I think it's a cool look, which uh, Agatha Harkness had in um, WandaVision. But. And, and, I, and I liked watching Raimi pull a, pull a Hall of Mirrors scene, like, like far back as did you ever think watching the lady from shanghai that you'd start seeing this shit in marvel <laughs> movies but god damn it like that that whole like hall of mirrors scene and then they're going yeah. like she's using the reflections and they just start covering every puddle like ah it was just so much fun. i mean it's a, it's a trip and you need a director like Raimi <laughs> who understands the visual medium of it mm-hmm. i mean when they're busting through different multiverses it's a lot's happening but you can identify each one mm-hmm. um which He's the right director for something like this. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, it's it's interesting when you think that he hasn't made a movie in thirteen years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's kind of sad. But is it eight nine? When did Oz come out? Two thousand thirteen. So eight years. Yeah, eight years. Hey, you wouldn't have known it. Picked up that camera right there and brought in a giant squid monster right from the get go. <laughs> <laughs> and he is interesting because I read an interview with him. All he wanted to do was find the right project. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a good one for him. Yeah. And I guess when you get paid, you know, $50 million not to make Spider-Man 4, you, I guess you have a lot of money to do whatever you want. It's got to pay for all the fertilizer in Take my garden, Ryan. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, also, speaking of villains, you know, watching the trio, I thought that Doctor Strange was going to go up against, like, a zombie version of himself. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a great, fun twist that he actually inhabited himself mm-hmm. to fight Wanda with him. And the CGI on him as a zombie was fantastic, which made 
the third eye version of him very baffling because that just felt like a copy paste eye <laughs> on his forehead, which I was like, oh, really? Huh. At the same time, I kind of like the cheesiness of that look. Yeah, it's, but I mean, that zombie part too is, I mean, it has shades of Army of Darkness with Evil Ash. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. And then the, uh, the, the demons that are around him, it's definitely Sam Raimi doing the voices. That well get you. Ah, it just, it <laughs> sounds just like him, um, but yeah. So I mean, I guess we're gonna have ourselves. So in it, he tries to save her. Wanda wants to steal the power so she can be in a multi or, or universe where her kids are still alive and she's with them. And then she can also use it if anything happens to him, she just go to another one and mm-hmm. always have her children. Did we also say that this America Chavez person, like, just inherently has the power to walk across multiverses on her own? Yeah. Okay. And and that's what uh, the Scarlet Witch wants. And so Doc Strange is trying to save her. Is America Chavez a character of note in the Marvel Universe outside of yeah. the movies? Yeah. She? She's pretty new, but she looks just like that in the comics. See, that was a, one of the things, like... See, you know that, but I didn't know that, so I felt like the movie didn't set her up strongly enough because it just felt like a MacGuffin the whole time. Mm-hmm. Of like, hey, we made up this character that can walk multiverses for the, you know, sake of the story. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that I thought that was a little weak, but it was, you know, she wasn't a bad character. I just was like, well, I guess this, this is a thing that you know that happens. We're gonna yeah, just keep, <laughs> go with it. Well, speaking of characters that they kind of just created out of thin air i think it's a very bold move to make the next thanos pizza papa <laughs> i mean i really think that that's a very bold choice um yeah let's talk about bruce campbell's cameo <laughs> actually speaking of thanos uh i got lost in the illuminati explanation explanation because surprisingly for as visually amazing as this movie is that exposition scene was just people staring like it was just people's faces shots when i you know feel like it could have been a hey let's show and not tell moment so what the frick happened with dr strange in like what were they trying to tell him because he was causing a catastrophic collision because he was de- he was death walking uh yeah dream walking dream walking so he could defeat thanos and by doing so he became the most dangerous person in the multiverse because yeah. he abused the power and mm-hmm. they voted to 86 him mm-hmm. and and then they built a statue of him because they have to create heroes because you have to... You can't tell people the truth about what happened to Doctor Strange that he went crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's a way to deflect mm-hmm. um, what really happened. Exactly. But who's in the Illuminati, guys? I, mean, I think we should rattle it off for, for our listeners. Um, you should already know by now. Is a human torch. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Doom. <laughs> I um, wish. Hydro Man. <laughs> Uh, no, so Stan Lee somehow. <laughs> so we get uh, Mordo. Uh, Carl Mordo. Yeah. Um, is he was he the actual Mordo from Six One Six or was it their universe's it Mordo? Their universe one. Okay. Um, then we obviously got Professor X, but like the, the animated version Professor X, because mm-hmm. when he showed up and they played an orchestrated version of the X Men theme, I was really happy. Yep. Um, they built his fucking yellow wheelchair. Holy shit. And I think the dude who played Black uh, Bolt was a guy who played it in the Inhumans TV show. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember the Inhumans thing at all. <laughs> um, then, obviously, like the coolest one that they got the biggest yay in our theater was John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Um, Which, yeah. again, I wish the internet didn't spoil this shit ahead of time because... 
like I didn't know for sure he was going to be in this movie, but you know, for years uh, they've been teasing that he might make an appearance. Um, well, they, it's like a fan casting. Yeah. And, they, and Marvel listened to the fan casting and cast him in it. In a way, I was talking about this is now they can still cast the movie and he doesn't have to be in the full blown movie. And they say, well, he's still, you know, a Reed Richards. He's a Reed Richards. He may not be the Reed Richards. Yeah. We have to stay tuned and figure out well, how that develops. Because, I mean, works. if they make a fant- the Fantastic Four with him and Emily Blunt, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I mean, I'm down for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it'd be awesome. And we got Captain Carter. And Captain Carter. I love Captain Carter. Yeah. Uh, she's a great character. I was telling Zach, I have the comic where she appears, and it's Exiles number three, and she's on the cover on a battlefield. And she's fighting alongside a cartoon, like, mini Wolverine. So it's... The Exiles is, like, weird characters that are from, like, obviously different multiverses. And there's a little cartoon cartoon Wolverine. And he looks like he's, uh, like, an anime style. It's really cute. Um, and you got Captain Marvel. And then Captain but... Marvel by Mo- uh, Monica Rambeau. Mm-hmm. But she also becomes a Captain Marvel in the comics. Uh, so, yeah, it's different versions of characters we've seen before. Strange to think and they that, die horribly. Strange, <laughs> oh, to, fuck. strange to think that Scarlet Witch, though, could feasibly defeat a Captain Marvel in any universe. Very unsettling. Yeah, it's... Well, that... and So it turns into kind of a slasher movie. So mm-hmm. Wanda, or the Scarlet Witch, day walks into the Wanda from that universe and makes her attack the Illuminati... And which which is shocking about that scene is they all come out and it's really cool, and she just annihilates them. Yeah, first up, like the first pushing an R rating is when she closes off Black Bolt's mouth, and then he like stupidly screams at himself and blows his own head up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's it's like a headshot. Like there's blood that shoots out from the back of his head. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Uh, and then she shreds uh, <laughs> Mister Fantastic into like strips of him, his own self mm-hmm. ribbons <laughs> ribbons uh, uh, cuts <laughs> captain, uh, captain captain america Car- captain carter captain half. carter captain britain uh, in half with the shield but also let's point out that she had i can do this all day mm-hmm. line which is mm-hmm. awesome yeah um and then like the statue falling on captain marvel was like i don't under like i don't see how she got killed by that but okay yeah I didn't get it either, but the best death comes at, comes right bo- right after watching Professor X be a genuine human being of like, I want to save you and take you to my school, because he goes inside Wanda's mind to try to find Wanda, not Scarlet Witch, but Wanda. Which, by the way, is Scarlet Witch in this universe supposed to be some kind of lore inside the Doctor Strange comics? No, she's... That's the way they made it sound. No, she's the same one from the Avengers. No, I know, but they, like the way they were referring to her as the Scarlet Witch... So, is, well, that's a... Uh, a mantle? Yeah, a WandaVision thing, too. Oh, okay, gotcha. She became the Scarlet Witch to beat Agatha Harkness. Oh, uh, okay, um, gotcha. Okay, never mind. But uh, yeah, but, I mean, it's yeah. great because the, the way it's shot is um you know charles xavier realizes that he's in trouble mm-hmm. and then he's been baited yeah he she just pops out behind him and breaks his neck which yeah. is super violent mm-hmm. yeah that's that's i think that's I, my I, scare kellen i think that's yeah. the only way you were gonna get patrick stewart to do it is if you 
kill my character again. <laughs> definitively found a way to kill him in a way that it can't be disputed. I mean, but it was shocking to see her just mow those heroes down mm-hmm. and uh, to set them up. Where it's you know how cool is this, and then they're nothing compared to the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's awesome. There's also the scene where he fights um, the alternate universe, the other universe, Strange, um, who has. <laughs> really lost faith in everything yeah. <laughs> like absolutely everything but the fight's so creative because they're using oh. musical notes they he the the anti-strange i'm just going to refer to him as anti-strange whatever <laughs> he uses the takatan fugue which is like the notes of the devil to mm-hmm. like fucking push him to the side and then that one little note just fucking that's mm-hmm. the trick ah ah uh, danny elfman's score by the way holy shit it's good oh my god one of the best marvel scores i've heard in a minute i loved it um, and then as far as the ending, um, it ends like a Sam Raimi movie would, which I expected it to, uh, where, <laughs> yes, things are back to normal, but oh no, Stephen Strange has that third eye. <laughs> I, know, I, I really wanted when he met, like, the evil Steve Strange, if he said, you're good, Doctor Strange, and I'm bad, Doctor <laughs> Strange. <laughs> I don't get what I want in my life, but, and I, I mean, I know why it's not in there, but, you know. There's some Evil Dead references, and I'm down with it. Yeah, one of them is the Pizza Papa. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a Evil Dead reference. He like literally Doctor Strange gets Bruce Campbell to punch himself in yep. the face a bunch. For three weeks. <laughs> For three weeks. <laughs> so what's going on with uh, Doctor Strange and his his third eye at the end? There, I'm a little lost. Uh, so the Darkhold took a part of him. So it's. Even though Wanda destroyed it at the end and looks like she killed herself, the part of the Darkhold is still inside of Stephen Strange. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention that, too. Uh, Which is cool because Sam Raimi gets to have his horror cake and Marvel gets to eat it, too. Does that make sense? Because they can bring the third eye into the universe now. I was going to say, uh, one of the things I was frustrated with was how, how Wanda couldn't see how her plan was never going to work because when she finally you know approaches those kids and they're terrified of her and you know earlier strange says like you know you have to replace the wanda in all those worlds mm-hmm. to get to those kids and are you really going to be able to do that um and then you know it takes the end of the movie to for, for her to in to be in that moment to finally realize that you know it's not going to work um and that she has become a monster and like again i i'm so baffled that she doesn't see like how vision would disapprove of all this um, and she does it anyway, so yeah, it's kind of a frustrating character arc. But it does give, but it gives Raimi something to play with, which is interesting. Which is, it's an insular kind of like human story about the consequences of the entirety of the first f- four phases. Mm-hmm. So like, it is really the, it's the Wanda movie. I, I haven't seen the TV show, so just bear with me. It's the Wanda movie that reckons with Wanda's frustration over what happened in, in Infinity War and Endgame in a way that the movie audience can discern and appreciate. Yeah. Like, he literally filmed... Raimi's a good fucking director, not just for the horror shit, because that those scenes where she realizes what she's done, he shoots it so fucking beautifully. Like, the pain on Wanda's face is just... It's great stuff. Man. Yeah, I mean, the only pushback I would have is... <laughs> she's already damaged from her 
time with either Ultron or um, Hydra. Mm-hmm. And when she tries to fix it in WandaVision, it backfires. And then all she has left is vengeance. Mm-hmm. I'm vengeance. Yes. <laughs> um, He's hope. <laughs> and in the first post credit scene, uh, I guess Charlize Theron's in the universe yeah, now. She plays uh, Clea. I'm glad she got out of which Don Toretto's prison. Uh, sorceress from the comics. And I think she becomes Doctor Strange's wife. I'm not as like well versed in Doc Strange stuff. When he pops up in Spider-Man or fights Dracula, I have him. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, his stuff's always been weird. But uh, yeah, Clea's another sorceress. And which is really fascinating, too, because Benedict Cumberbatch said he's not going to play Doctor Strange for a while. And then at the end it says, Doctor Strange will return. Well, it was the last one was like 2016, yeah. so it's been, what what, seven is, years? What he meant five is five years, that six the, years? What he meant is that uh, original years. Doctor Strange won't return. Zombie Doctor Strange, yeah. though, will return. Third Eye Doctor Strange. Third Eye Doctor Strange. Which yeah. is interesting, because um, Brad mentioned this before, and I don't have a problem with this uh, quote-unquote fourth phase of Marvel movies, but they're a lot more uh, contained, where we don't know who the big threat is. Yeah. Where you got teased with Thanos really early in the uh, Infinity Saga. At this point I feel like the multiverse is just the backdrop and the setting of whatever's to come. Like it's not the main problem. Yeah I mean obviously King the Conqueror is supposed to be you know the big bad who makes an appearance in the last episode of Loki um, but it's not even the real King so I don't know. Yeah I, I, I'm still That's wondering not the real where Kang? this phase is headed. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well the King is there's multiple versions of them, obviously. Got, oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Um, but, but yeah, you, it's interesting. I mean, I don't. And I mean, Feige said they're not going to make another Avengers movie. So I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. I, I keep telling you guys. I'm just. I'm telling you, Pizza Papa is the big bad that we've been waiting for in this universe. I'm not joking. <laughs> I want Bruce Campbell to somehow be the villain, the overarching villain of the new Marvel <clears throat> franchise. How do we know he's not actually Mysterio? Maybe he just, is. Be, just because Sam Raimi would give it to him <laughs> doesn't mean some other director can't pick it up and go, Bruce, I'm I'm, I'm going to fix this. I swear to God, I am. Yeah, and there's still no like sense that they're setting up Fantastic Four or the X Men, which is kind of a bummer. But yeah, I mean, all you got is, I mean, obviously they're part of the universe now, so we'll see. I mean, they're obviously making a Fantastic Four movie. Um, uh, Taron Edgerton's been cast as Wolverine, from what I was told, but, mm. which is interesting. I mean, I'll, the the only thing I will say about it, like I liked seeing those things, but the other thing, it was just like, wow, that's what that's what billions of dollars bought you is ten to fifteen minutes of screen time. All right. Um, so it be, should be interesting to see how Thor: Love and Thunder fits into all this too because that seems like another way different movie mm-hmm. and it, 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 obviously the arc is that thor learns that you know fighting all the time isn't going to solve his problems mm-hmm. but he kind of get a toy story 4 vibe where he has to figure out how to retire <laughs> <laughs> i don't want him to though i want him to look longingly into <laughs> the guardians obviously too i think they're setting up that he just leaves the guardians and takes the milano but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it's it's good. See the movie. Yep. It's fun. Perfect. Go Doc Strange, go. Mm-hmm. This is the big Hollywood story of the week. It's real news. 
Did you guys see that trailer for Avatar? Fuck, finally. I, yeah. You, you know what? This is this is Preacher all over a fucking again. <laughs> you need to prove to me that that movie exists, because so far all I saw was a fucking sizzle reel. <laughs> How many years? I mean, I guess it looks impressive. I just, I've never been into, like, Avatar. The underwater stuff looks kind of cool. Yeah. But... I mean, for a movie that we've been waiting like I, I wouldn't say we've been waiting for it, but <laughs> the, that James Cameron thinks the world has been waiting for for what twelve years? Yeah, thirteen years. Yeah, um, like that. I didn't see it. It didn't seem that different from what I saw thirteen no, but years the ago. Humans and the blue people are working together, but aren't like the humans inside robot bodies? So like, how are they? You know, I don't know. I don't remember. I've saw Avatar once in theaters. And I have the Blu-ray because my dad gave it to me. Mm-hmm. And he says, hey, you like movies. Uh, and here you go. I said, thanks. And it's been on my shelf ever since. There you go. So like when this like Jake Sully Navi, Navi guy is like impregnating. Oh, that's the name. Navi, yeah. Yeah, Navi uh, impregnating, I guess, his wife or chosen one or whatever. And they're all like building the city together. He's like in a cryotube somewhere the whole time just <laughs> chilling out. Like, right? I, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Can Pizza Papa be in this movie? We hope. I mean, Damn that, it. <laughs> I was surprised to see the trailer before the film. Yeah, no, I was shocked. But the moment I saw Lightstorm, I was like, what? Holy <laughs> fuck, we're getting that? So, yeah. Um, <laughs> also, the way of water. Yeah. I, I, when Just call it Avatar CinemaCon had their thing last week, and I, I was reading that people were like really impressed with it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe they got 3D glasses to watch the trailer, perhaps? But they also said that uh, Top Gun Maverick's going to be the movie of the summer. That is that awesome. Oh, we didn't get uh, Tom Cruise's Iron Man in this movie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) See, like the internet has been spoiling that for me for months, so I expected that. And, yeah, he didn't show up in Multiverse of Madness after all. Mm -mm. That'd be sweet, though. Can you imagine? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, we got that way of water trailer. Yeah. It's a thing. I mean... Yeah, Hollywood's kind of quiet this week. I mean, some dude tried to attack Dave Chappelle on a stage. Yeah. And and then I I read that uh, Jamie Foxx beat the fuck out of him. So, Mm -hmm. um, good for for Jamie. He's not facing any felony charges. Did he give the guy the shocker? Oh, that would have been sweet. It's like, I like the new me. (laughs) Uh, Wait, but yeah, he no, was Electro. Damn it. Yeah. No felony charges for the man who assaulted Dave Chappelle. It's no. all misdemeanor charges uh, yeah. posted. So. Uh, yeah. Wow, it's like Will Smith created something new. Mm. And it's yeah. not a good movie. Mm. Um, <laughs> anyways. So, yeah, it's a little week in Hollywood. but I mean, there is some positive news. The Everything Everywhere All at Once is still gaining traction, and I think just today it posted number one numbers. Nice. Now, it's, granted, it's in the hundreds of thousands, but that's still great for a movie <laughs> to just gain that kind of traction. If we're going to talk about stuff we talked about last week, we can talk about how Neil Adams died. Yeah, that's true. Right. Neil Adams passing. You weren't there, Ryan. Your thoughts on Neil Adams passing? Uh, he was a great artist. Damn right. Uh, he always had the biggest booth at Comic-Con, and he always charged tons of money. I found out I do have one of his covers. Uh, uh, I have the one where the Beatles are on it. Oh. Or the analog, or the sort of Beatles are on it with Batman. So. Yeah, Batman in the 60s and 70s is fucking weird. Is Batman Yoko? Is that <laughs> is that how that happened? No, but there's like, on the cover there's like a, a dialogue bubble and it 
has something about like um what john lennon dead, dying right, yeah. yeah it's it's like batman, before he died it's like whoa that's weird yeah, batman in the 60s and 70s is not good mm. there's it's really weird and well the 60s has a lot of the television show being injected into it so. yeah yeah i mean <laughs> i i went to a mile high comics auction on saturday and i won a lot for a dollar so i just got everything that was in it and so i got some vhs of um star wars special edition there you go. Um, some random fucking comics. Um, so yeah. So if you're looking for a Goosebumps comic, I got it. Retailer incentive, guys. Hell Retailer yeah. incentive. Um, yeah. Yeah. But Neil Adams. Yeah. He changed. They uh, made Batman more serious. They changed the Joker back to being a homicidal kind of crazy guy. And he always had the biggest booth, and he charged a lot of money for his sketches. And John Stewart is Green Lantern. Yeah. Yeah. So. Damn right. Hey, this is the big Hollywood comeback. In a slow week, the bad guys repeated as number one with $16 million, which I've heard good things about. I might take Kellen to see it. Is this the new best movie of all time? <laughs> that's how this works right no if you win uh, the box office you're the best I think I'm going to watch the bad guys at the drive-in because their their double feature is the bad guys and the Northmen oh <laughs> what that yeah. makes no sense <laughs> that is a wild combination like those kids are definitely going home after the bad guys I want to <laughs> I want to go and see how many people stick around and then start driving off midway <laughs> yep that's an interesting poll I'm going to see the I want to see naked battles on a drive-in screen distracting people off of the road. <laughs> All those truck drivers pulling off and <laughs> to relax and watch a movie and there's just dicks swinging. Dong. <laughs> Dong. Oh, what kind of fucking movie is this? <laughs> and then Anna Taylor-Joy's bare ass. Like yeah. 80 More feet wide. Once. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it is a close-up of it. Yeah. You don't ever wonder, you know, so she goes and sees that film, and she goes, man, that's a close-up of my ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bob, um, you pervert. <laughs> what are you going to do, right? See, what I do is I look at it and go, man, Willem Dafoe's fucking skull, <laughs> and it's talking to me. <laughs> Could have been a double. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe Corinne's going to send something in. I feel bad, but, you know, hey, I, I have a podcast to uphold. Hey, film buddies, follow me around Denver. This week, the late-night Esquire movie is Suspiria from 1977, not the remake. Um, So that's May 13th and 14th, and the next week, the 20th and 21st, they're doing National Treasure. Go ahead and check that out. And then at the drive-in... The 88 Drive-In is doing The Bad Guys and Uncharted as their double feature. They're down to two movies a night from now on, uh, which makes sense because a lot of the times I was there, the third movie, a lot of people were gone. So good way to cut costs. Uh, and then at the uh, Holiday Twin Drive-In on their two screens, the first one has Doctor Strange and Death on the Nile, and the second has Bad Guys and Sonic 2. And then um, finally tomorrow uh, on Friday... Um, is the final Starfest, and I'll be there all three days and hope to see you there. Go to starfest.com to get your tickets or show up and try to get them. Um, yeah. 
come celebrate the end of a 45-year run. And that's what's going on around town. So, yeah. Uh, next week is Film Explosion 1992. So, make sure you send us your lists. Uh, when are we going to do it? Because I'll be at Starfest. Um, I don't know. I thought we were doing Firestarter next week and then Film Explosion. So, yeah. no, I'm, I'm... Wait, I... Did you guys decide that last week? Because I thought it was the week after Doctor Strange. I've just been following Brad's lead on this one. He said Firestarter, and I was like, right on, Zac Efron in a Blumhouse movie. Yeah, that's so, what I thought it was. I, so you changed it, Brad, and I don't know? I thought we talked about it, but... Nope. Yeah, I don't... No. Because I'll be a star. Well, if there's one thing I know about the real nerds, we'll figure it out because we always do. Yeah, I mean, I posted today that it's going to be next week, but I can always change it. Yeah, we've done it before. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I, li- I have a room there. I'll literally <laughs> start claim it's a, Claim it's multi... Uh, uh, well, what y- what y- time are you done at Starfest? Uh, I think they wrap up like at five or something. So I might go golfing. We can always do it after. Yeah. Or if you, you could... Or if we you, don't have to. If you change it, just claim that you're a different universe, Ryan. Yes. Who made that posting. Yes. He, he, he dream walked into your universe here and <laughs> made you do the film explosion early. Yeah. Cool. My God. Ryan. But then you kicked you his pizza, ass out. Are you Pizza Papa? I wish. <laughs> you kicked his ass out, and now you're in control of this universe again. 616, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Sweet. So, we'll figure it out. See you next week. See you at the movies. Bye. Pizza Papa always gets paid. Bye. It's over. Thanks for listening to Real Nerds Podcast, a Nebulous Visions production. Stream or download episodes, read articles at realnerdspodcast.com. Stream us on Apple or Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Follow us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. Twitter and Instagram, at Real Nerds. Watch us on YouTube, Real Nerds Podcast. Email us at realnerds at gmail.com. Call us at 720-6nerds5. Thank you to Sparks Mandrill, Mike at Plan 9 Studios, and Bolognium for all of our groovy theme songs. And that's how you fucking do it.